Hello, everybody. This is Dee Dee Russell Lefrac, and this is the absolute first podcast of Black Women with Other Brothers. Ta-da! Coming to you live on audio from downtown San Francisco. If you've never heard of Black Women with Other Brothers, it is a community based on pink color therapy, satire, interracial dating, and very strong boundaries. I started Black Women with Other Brothers, the community, as a social experiment way back in the year 2012 because I had been involved in the Black Women Empowerment, also known as BWE community. I made some associations, and I was reading all the books and the blogs, and I loved what the majority the original BWEs, I love what they are doing, past and present tense. I love what they're doing. And yet and still, I didn't really see a community that spoke for me, a sexist, womanist, bohemian, mixed media, multiple award-winning, carefree, child-free, black woman. So I created my own community on Facebook. And the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because it's another way to communicate with people. Everybody is not on YouTube. So many people are not on Facebook anymore. Your choice. And I think that a podcast is a really good way to hear from the creator, like right in your ear. It's really getting in your brain. Uh, A little background about me. I was known as Dee Dee Russell badass damn performance art goddess. That was my moniker. I am well known for doing mixed media, wild and crazy performance art shows, uh, solo theater shows. And my former partner, who is now deceased, the late great Mr. Richard LaFrag, was at my side always for all shows. He did all of the lighting. I had the best lighting, uh, For a performance artist in San Francisco, like the best lighting, best stage effects, dry ice, explosives, just fabulous looking shows. Richard and I were a great, great art couple, and I miss him very much. He left this planet in the year 2015 after a courageous battle with a terminal cancer. That, That was very traumatic, and I took time to heal myself from social media. I would activate and reactivate the Facebook community. I totally closed down Black Women with Other Brothers YouTube channel. Just opened it up today, which is April 4th, 2020, the first podcast. And coincidentally, I have gone through my isolation period, my healing period. This is right on my artistic schedule me talking to you today, this would have happened without quarantine, lockdown, the horrible virus. This is my artistic schedule. Just to let you know, I am not exploiting a tragedy because I went through hell, darlings, and I am on the other side now talking to you. And, And thanks again. You have fabulous taste in art. This podcast will not be long. I don't like long podcasts. I really don't. I think long podcasts are 
uh, redundant and a little egotistical. All right. I came to San Francisco to be a performance artist from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I was raised in a failed patriarchy, which is a matriarchy in Milwaukee. It's very pastoral in Milwaukee. Big yards, big houses. I mean, these places, the house that, that's in my family, that my family owns out here with the property in San Francisco would be worth about $2 million. It's all relative, right? So I was raised in Milwaukee. Our community was basically mixed, mainly African-American. Uh, my best friend was a Hispanic girl named Deborah Rodriguez. Her father moved her out. They moved out of the neighborhood. That's a that's another story. People have to do what they feel is correct for their children. So focusing on my Milwaukee background, my parents divorced. I am one of seven children. They were married. Thank goodness. It would have been so much more horrible for me personally if my father didn't even want to make a legal family with my mother after she had all those children with him. They were uh, married before any children came. My parents divorced. I was raised in a community where I did not see males, very few males. There were two families in our community, the Glass family and the Johnsons. Oh, and the Sallys. So there are three families where they had a, a strong father leading everything. The rest, all single mothers, mainly divorcees back then. A single mother uh, community was not big when I was coming up. It was usually divorcees. So the community was a failed patriarchy with all the divorcees, no husbands in the house, and very few homes led by males. And that's my background. As one of seven children, you know, my mother couldn't keep her eyes on all the children, especially she had a special needs child, one of my siblings. So I was allowed a lot of artistic freedom. So at five years old, I started reading Mad Magazine. I was hooked a satirist for life. I am a complete satirist. And and it took me a while as an adult to come to the realization that I was basically, you know, uh, weaned and groomed by a bunch of Jewish liberal guys in New York, the writers and cartoonists of Mad Magazine. That I would read the Mad Magazines. I understood when I was a little girl that it was appropriate for divorced fathers to come one moment, my cat is a, he's just a mess, Stevie Wonderful. You come on video and on podcast. Who loves you, baby? Please let me sit you over there. He's very needy. I love him. He's the best cat, Stevie Wonderful. All right, so I knew, even as a little girl, by reading Mad Magazine, they're satirizing their lives. It's like these Jewish single, you know, divorced dads. They would always visit their children, do things with their children. So I never accepted the uh, socialized fatherlessness as normal. So that's my base. I always knew it was abnormal to have a community where the fathers aren't coming back home saying, here's some allowance, kids. Hey, sweetheart, here's a check. You know, here's your child support check. Come on, kids. I'm going to take you to McDonald's. That's what they were writing about in Mad Magazine, besides satirizing politics, etc. Okay, so follow me. That's That was my core artistic identity. So I became a very ardent childhood cartoonist. And I was allowed to do that, read my mad magazines, draw my cartoons. And I'm going to fast forward because I only have three more minutes left. Fast forward 
to me relocating to San Francisco, California after my first and failed marriage to an African-American guy. He was very nice. We had absolutely nothing in common except the same race. But my um, biggest black male inspiration, my favorite artist of all time is Mr. Stevie Wonder. Uh, he's masculine. Stevie Wonder is vulnerable. So all men I have been with, and I've been married twice, seeking a third husband, by the way, second husband deceased, late great Richard Lefrac, rest in peace. So all of the men that I've dated had this personality, which was formed by Stevie Wonder and Mad Magazine. They were artistic-minded, uh, liberal-minded males. Um, and although Stevie Wonder had a father similar to mine, like an absentee divorced dad, all of the men that I've been in love with, married, serious relationships, they all had a mother and father in the home because that was modeled in a Mad Magazine that fathers participate. So intuitively, I was always drawn to men who had been socialized by their father. All right. And how that matters in the creation of black women with other brothers is, look, I'm a middle-aged woman with a lot of life experience and satire, uh, diversity, widowhood. I've come through hell, four years of hell. And I'm here doing the first podcast. And we're coming up on 10 minutes. I am Dee Dee LaFrac. This is part one, darlings. Black women with other brothers podcast. Thank you for listening. You are the best. Keep being good. I've got 19 seconds. Bye now.